for reading our essays aloud, Janie, said Mr. Brylow. We'd like to issue an invitation for you to join us. She blushed so hotly she had to put her hands over her cheeks. Don't do that, said Pete. You're cute when your face matches your hair. Immediately, the back row of boys went into barbershop singing, hands on hearts, invisible straw hats flung into the air. Once... In love with Janie, they sang. Janie had never had a boyfriend. She was always asked to dances, was always with a crowd, but no boy had actually said, I want to be with you and you alone. Mr. Brylow told Janie to read her essay aloud. The blush faded. She felt white and sick. She hated standing up in class hated hearing her voice all alone in the quiet of the room. The bell rang. English was a split period. They had lunch in the middle and came back for more class. Never had lunch come at such an appropriate moment. Perhaps she would write a better essay during the 27 minutes of lunch. Certainly it wasn't going to take Janie long to eat. They had recently discovered she had a lactose intolerance, This was a splashy way of saying she had stomach aches when she drank milk. No more ice cream, no more milk, was the medical parental decree. However, peanut butter sandwiches, which she had in her bag lunch, required milk. I'm so sick of fruit juice, Janie thought. I want milk. She had been eating since the school year began, with Pete, Adair, Sarah Charlotte, Jason, and Katrina. She loved all their names. Her last year's daydream, before a driver's license absorbed all daydream time, had been about her own future family. She couldn't picture her husband-to-be, but she could see her children perfectly, two beautiful little girls, and she would name them Denim and Lace. She used to think about denim and lace all the time. Shopping at the mall with Sarah Charlotte, she'd go into all the shoe stores to play with the little teeny sneakers for newborns and think of all the pretty clothes she'd buy one day for denim and lace. Now, she knew those names were nauseating, and if she did name her daughters denim and lace, there'd probably be a divorce, and her husband would get custody on the grounds anybody who chose those names was unfit. She'd have to name them something sensible, like Emily and Margaret. Peter, Adair, Sarah Charlotte, Jason, Katrina, and Janie went in a mob down the wide stairs, through the wide halls, and into the far too small cafeteria. The kids complained about the architecture of the school, all that space dedicated to passing periods and hardly any to lunch but they loved being crammed in, filching each other's potato chips, telling secrets they wanted everybody to overhear, passing notes to be snatched up by the boy you hoped would snatch them, and sending the people on the outside of the crush to get you a second milk. Everybody but Janie Johnson got milk. Cardboard cartons so small you needed at least three, but the lunch ladies would never let you. Janie was envious. Those luckies are swigging down nice, thick, white milk, she thought, and I'm stuck with cranberry juice.
Okay, said Sarah Charlotte. Sarah Charlotte wouldn't bother with you if you tried to abbreviate her name. Last year, she had reached a standoff with a teacher who insisted on calling her Sarah. Sarah Charlotte glared at him silently for months until he began calling her Miss Sherwood, which let them both win. Okay, who's been kidnapped this time? said Sarah Charlotte wearily, as if jaded with the vast number of kidnappings in the world. Sarah Charlotte patted her white blonde hair, which was as neat as if she had cut it out of a magazine and pasted it onto her head. Janie, whose mass of hair was never the same two minutes in a row, and whose face could be difficult to find beneath the red tangles, never figured out how Sarah Charlotte kept her hair so neat. I have approximately 500,000 fewer hairs than you.